You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Liam Merrill here with Steve Peters. We'll be joined by Craig shortly. <sighs> right back <laughs> where we started. Right? right from the start. Right where we started. And so we got all excited, points in f- five of seven, and we were starting to get, hey, well, what about the traffic? Two two game winning streak, five yeah. three and two in the last ten. Deep breath because there's a lot of hockey left and there's going to be a lot of losses coming up. Yeah. So the, the, I mean this this we were talking. Gosh, they might be fifth or sixth. Yeah, you know what? They might not. They might finish thirty second because this yeah. is still a bad hockey team. <laughs> that game, I just have to say it off the top. Like, was that one of the most un- unentertaining games? It was we've- boring. It's a boring Seen hockey game. Year. It's a boring hockey game that, from, from both sides. The Islanders know how to play defense, right? They're yeah. a defensive team. They don't give up many chances. They protect the net well. They defend the rush very well. All of the things that the Coyotes did not do tonight. They didn't defend the rush well. There were odd man rushes throughout the game. They didn't defend the net front at all. They, Wedgie was left out to dry. on. And this is the problem for this team since day one is their ability to defend the net front. I don't know what... I don't know when that is going to change. I don't know when it becomes an issue. Defensemen aren't under sticks, and they're not back to protect the net front. Cost them tonight, because you look at the goals tonight, the first two are, are directly around the front of the net where guys weren't underneath sticks. And then all that means by underneath sticks is the defenseman lifts up their sticks so they can't get a, a stick on the puck. So that happened on the first two. Then you got a bad rush, and and then the third one's kind of, or the fourth one's kind of kicked in as the guy's sliding. Yeah. So it was a tough night. And unfortunately for the Coyotes, it only gets tougher tomorrow when they pull into Madison Square Garden. Vimelka goes back in the net. First time he's ever played in Madison Square Garden. It's a different vibe. It's a different building. It's a different pressure. There's a lot going on when you go to Madison Square Garden. Maybe that's one of those arenas. Maybe he lights it up and gets 46 saves again. But it'll be interesting to see how he responds tomorrow night. Um, Mr. Stalin, thank you for your super chat, Coyotes. Win tonight. I know. We won't see it coming. True. Also, are they going to ruin the Kachinas with crappy advertisements? Yeah. You know what? If there's a way to make a buck in the NHL, they clearly will do it. So if they're going to add it, they'll cover the hell out of the Kachina. Well, I think to get through this one, we need to crack one open. And I know Sean behind the Mac has one as well. No giggling. I didn't spill today. Cheers. 
Cheers. And and in all seriousness, though, and you know, I've I don't know why I get a bad rap for being grumpy. I don't understand it, but <laughs> but but wait till you get a full beer to say that. But this is the plan again, and finally they're kind of back on so, track. So Ruler Fourteen said we need a rebuild reminder. Why don't you grab oh, yeah. the button? And I know that's the right one because that's the wrong one. Rebuild reminder. Thanks, Aaron. There it is. We still miss you, but yeah. that's true. So so you you get points in five of seven. You you you. Go past the Montreal Canadiens and go, uh-oh, we're tied with Ottawa. You get concerned. The, there is a difficult stretch in the schedule for this team, and they're going to play a lot of games and a lot of nights, a lot on the road. They're going to be tough. They're going to be tough. And the next two games, the Rangers and Pittsburgh, are two teams that are both bound for the playoffs. It's going to be a tough, tough couple of nights well, uh, on the rest of this road before trip. Before we get ahead to the rest of the road trip, let's look at tonight <laughs> by the numbers. 4 nothing final shots. Literally, it was they were out shot two to one. Um, Islanders had thirty four shots to the Coyotes seventeen. The Coyotes had no power play opportunities. Um, they killed both of the Islanders' power plays, but still not much. And I think the most important stat on there is the PD side count. I think wow. that's an all time high. high. It's a long day. You have. I know. I didn't know. You, you have to stop counting, so or let me know you're counting. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, I would say it out loud every time you sighed. Yeah. Like this might've been an all time sigh count day. And there's, it's little things too. It's the carpet in the studio. It's the little things that make me sigh. It's just true. <laughs> it's, it's got a big thing in it. So, and, th- and that's another game where the Coyotes just aren't having a high shot output. Once it's again. Tough. It's once in, a, in the last month, they've outshot a team one time and it was against <laughs> the Nashville Predators. Again, we, when we, talked about how this team was built over the summer there were no offensive superstars Clayton Keller you knew Kessel um, Kraus may contribute um, but they need everybody going if they're going to get shots on net and they're going to have a good offensive night and a good offensive output tonight wasn't that night they never felt like they got their legs going they never had an offensive zone time and give it give give some credit to the Islanders. They defend extremely yeah. well. I mean, that's part of what makes this team click and a Barry Trotz team is you defend well. Uh, and also say the goaltender played well too. So you put all those things together, you're not gonna have a lot of shots. They had more shots in the first than they did last game. Yeah. So, <laughs> four? so that yeah, which is <laughs> four times as many <laughs> as the last one. Um it just it just never felt like they got their engines going no, today. Not at all. Yeah, they just never had it. You never felt like they were in it. No. Let's pull up um, your keys because we brought it up a few times as we were watching the games that they were not executing on the keys. Yeah, the, the breakout quick. And, and when you saw the Islanders, their F1, meaning the first forward in the zone on the puck, extremely quick. And F2 and F3, the next two forwards in the zone, are quick to what we say double up or take away the walls. And I thought the Islanders did an outstanding job on the forecheck tonight and not allowed the Coyotes out of the zone. And that's how they end up defending so much. Protect Wedgie, we talked about how how difficult it was to protect the net front and how many goals went in around the net and 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 find a way to win. And when you need to find a way to win, you need good goaltending and you have to find a way to create offense. So unfortunately, we didn't get the keys to the game tonight. Yeah. Usually when they don't get the keys, they don't win, Petey. They don't win. 
I mean, it's not like they're winning a yeah, whole lot, but yeah, you know, it's not like rocket science. <laughs> and I'm sure as soon as we tweeted out, the coaches are running to the oh, printer sure. and pasting sure it are. in the locker room as inspiration. For sure, and I'm sure they're listening right now because oh, yeah. you know they're all on dialed the bus, in on the bus, on the bus back to Manhattan, from Long Island yeah, to Manhattan. Hundred um, percent. I want to get to some of the comments I've been seeing. First of all, that we are coordinating our shirts. Yeah, this was not planned. Thanks, Karen. Like Karen notices. Yeah, and Craig is not wearing the black coyote, but I know, he put on be. your surprise face. Yeah. Craig's not sporting Cody. No. And Big now it's surprise. gonna look so weird because it's like one, two, meh. Yeah. It's like Sesame Street. Which one of these things does not belong? Well clearly we know <laughs> which so, one that is. So that's is. the first one. The Thanks other, for noticing, Karen. Yes. And well, Charles earlier too noticed. But Christian said, even before Trickin got hurt, he looks out of sync with the rest of the team. For the last game that Chickren played. In New Jersey, I thought you saw him offensively. He had a couple of shots in the zone. He walked into a one-timer in the third period, and he thought maybe his legs are coming back. Um, this Islander team was probably a little too much for him to handle off of the rush. Um, they have some speedy, quick guys, and there was twice in the third period alone where, where Chick had a hard time um, defending the rush. And again, that comes back to timing and having played for a while and getting your feet underneath you. Um that, that will improve as he plays more, but it was evident um, that he he struggled with the rush, but so did the whole team. Like You can't give up two-on-ones consistently over and over, night after night, two-on-ones, three-on-ones, three-on-twos. You have to defend better if you're not going to score. And so if you already know you're challenged offensively, and they had that outburst when they were in Anaheim and San Jose where they put up big numbers, but if you're not going to score, you better defend better. You better have your third forward high. You better not have your D pinch. You better be watching what's coming in front of you so you can you can counter their numbers and you're not two-on-one against in the rush against column. So those are the things that frustrate me over and over with this team. And what's happened, and when we did get the wins, we they got the wins, it was the goaltender played well. Yeah. The Malcolm makes 46 saves, yeah. or he bails them out. And it's not against Wedgie tonight. No. He was hung out to dry again. Yeah, there wasn't really much he could do. And also, it was Wedgwood's first game since December 28th, so that's almost a full month without game time. So I'm sure it was kind of a challenge for him, to just like we noticed the Coyotes not having their engines going. I'm sure he was, wasn't was feeling 100% up to game speed tonight. I'm yeah, sure and having said challenge. that, though, some really, really nice saves. Yeah, especially, especially right, in the at, third. And right yeah. at the end there, he had that amazing toe save, too. So, so it, a, for a goaltender, they need to get game reps to get up to game speed. I thought he played well, yeah. considering he hasn't played for that long, and I thought he made some nice saves. Has he played better for this team? Yeah, yes. I, I think he has. Um, but, uh, but I don't put anything on, on Scott Wedgwood tonight. I no. thought he had a solid game, especially considering he hasn't he's been on the lineup for so long. Um so I, I thought he played well. But Veggie's gonna have to be lights out tomorrow. I mean yeah. if we talk about the keys to the game right now, it's gonna be veggie, veggie, veggie. Like he is gonna have to be good. You should just do the emojis of vegetables. Yeah, he's gonna have to be good. And, <laughs> and if we're sitting here twenty four hours from now talking about a coyote's win, Vamelka's gonna be the king of the game. It's hard to imagine the Coyotes beating a Rangers team right now that's first in the Metropolitan, 26-10-4, um, 11-3-2 at home. But they did lose tonight 6-3 against Carolina, but Carolina is also a really great team. So, again, we'll get to all that tomorrow. Um, more from this game, which there really isn't much. Like, that's the thing. It's like we're getting through all of our game notes pretty quickly. And as you can imagine, it was really hard to choose <laughs> the DraftKings king of the game tonight. Like, yeah. 
No, I mean, obviously, the Coyotes were no shut goals, out. No points. And so nobody has points. Everyone's a minus. Maybe some people had some shots on goal. Wedgwood wasn't awful, but he wasn't fantastic. So we just went we just went outside the box a little, and we picked Andrew Ladd as our DraftKings king of the game because he made his return to Long Island where he was traded to the Coyotes from this past offseason. Of course, Andrew Ladd was with Bridgeport of the AHL the last two seasons, only played four games with the Islanders in 2019-20. Bridgeport before that, the Islanders before that in 2018-19. So just great to see him not only play that game, but the fact that he has been a consistent person in the lineup for the Coyotes this season um, and getting those game reps and good for him to have an opportunity to extend his career. You know, I was I was one of the naysayers right up to training camp, and I'll, I'll admit this. I said I didn't know he'd play many games for this team. I thought his he lost a step, and even in preseason, we saw him play that first preseason game, and I said, uh-oh he's in trouble mm-hmm. like he he was slow he couldn't keep up with the play and i'll admit it right here I, I was wrong like he he's he has worked his ass off and has committed himself to making a return to the national hockey league and he's done it he's played really well for this team he wears a letter for this team for a reason um he's well respected in the room he says the right things does the right things plays the right way he fights to stick up for teammates he's offensively driving the net all the time um he deserves to be king of the game tonight uh, on his homecoming, not because of, of his performance in the game, but his body of work as a whole for mm-hmm. this entire season. And he's done a great job. Yeah, absolutely. And if you haven't checked it out already, Craig posted a story today um, on gophnx.com about Andrew Ladd and his return to Long Island, as we kind of all just mentioned. So if you haven't had a chance to go and read that story, go do so at gophnx.com. Um, you can access that story as a member so sign up for a membership today um, just under $60 for a year you can get a shirt when you sign up you can get the red Cody or the, yeah, purple, the purple Cody, Cody. or there's a black Cody or the coyote cutout um, and I should mention while we're talking about our shirts right now the members only deal of the week is buy one get one 50% off coyote shirts so I mean, there's really no better time to become a member if you are a Coyotes fan. Um, this week at gophnx.com, become a member. Get buy one get buy one get one fifty percent off, and get your free shirt when you sign up for the year. So you can get three shirts in one. One's free. Maybe one we can you give pay one to Craig. One's and half. maybe you can give one to Craig because he's not. <laughs> I know we we left him out of our bargain. we left him out. They are of great. The, the group text unbelievably soft. We say it all the time. Tagless. Yeah, uh, Sean's wearing one that I will not mention the name. Which one? It's the Sun Devil. Oh. There it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Forks up. And look who's here. It's Hallway Forks Craig. Up, Make- hallway Craig. Not Elevator Craig. <laughs> it's Hallway Craig. Oh, where's the... Oh. Well, better not go over the beer. We thought you changed. <laughs> yeah. Car- with the, the viewers were wondering if you were going to be wearing the black, the black Cody. Co- the black Cody. So we'd all be Purple Cody, red Cody, black Cody. <laughs> Shut down right away. Um, Craig, who did you talk to tonight? And was there any insight to this thrilling game that we just watched? How much watched? that we couldn't figure out for ourselves. You fall behind the Islanders, you're in trouble. They play they a trapping well. game. They defend well. You're, you're probably going to lose if you fall behind against this team. They didn't have much in the way of scoring chances anyway in this game. But if you're, if you're not going to capitalize early, and they thought they had an okay start, if you're not going to capitalize early... You're in trouble against this team. They're playing well. As you said, they, they defend really well. And, you know, Scott Wedgwood hadn't played in almost a month. He was he was okay tonight, but I didn't think he, you know, stole anything 
for them, and that's probably what you're going to need in this game too. So, And now it's a bus ride back to the hotel mm-hmm. in the cold, in the snow, and get up tomorrow. They don't go to a morning skate because that's not a, a Andre thing. No. And then you face the Rangers tomorrow. Yeah. They're flying back from Carolina, so. Yeah. They'll probably get to bed about the same well. time, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's that that's that's an even game. It's a tough building to play in. Yeah. Although the Coyotes someone, over the last five years, someone in the comments mentioned that the Coyotes have done weird well. luck at MSG. Seen some of those games. They've Derek, done well there. They've gone shootouts. They've yeah. gone to overtime. But yeah, step on bar down mm-hmm. overtime yeah, winner. Charles said Pens and Bruins are easy losses coming up. Only reason I don't include Rangers is because the Yotes have weird luck at MSG. And it, it's true. They do. And it, they've they've they usually get it to the extra fame, the extra frame. Yeah. And have had some good games there against teams that are much better than them in the standings. So. So don't write it out. And I said, if they do get a win, you can look to um, the king of the game tomorrow night will be Karel Vamelka if they get a win. Probably. Yeah. I can, we can write that. it up right they're now. They're going to need that the way the Rangers come. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that's, that's the insight, insight to tomorrow's keys of the game. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> veggie. That's it. <laughs> Just veggie. Yeah. That's it. Key to the game. That's it. That's it for the game, right? So let's, we talked about Lad. We talked about who's the book on that game. Literally, I got. We have nothing else to say. You already talked about Andrew Lad's return. Uh huh. Well, he's my, king of the game. And we talked about your story. My story. I mean, yeah. he's such a good interview. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Talk about just bearing your soul and like, he just told me everything he went through mentally, emotionally, physically. Just unbelievable. Yeah, and it's something people need to to follow that story because what he's done is remarkable. That you didn't give up and quit. Yeah. Because it was, it, I mean, the, the road was so long. And it wasn't just one year, Petey. Oh, I mean, it's incredible. He's been in it purgatory for a while. That he's done what he's done here. It yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a testament to, to him. And I, again, it goes back to, to what Bill Armstrong did when he put this group together. I know he was looking for the draft picks. And I know it wasn't about, hey, I'm hunting for these players. I want a draft picks. These are the players I got. He's fortunate enough that the players he did get were upstanding citizens in the locker room. And that mattered to them in the acquisition. It did. They said it all along that they wanted to get that kind of player. So Which is great. give them credit for bringing I mean, you talk to these guys, and we we can run down the list. We've done yep. it before. Yeah, There's so many good veterans in that locker room. Well, I know there's a few other topics that we wanted to get to relating to the Islanders and, and relating to other stuff related to this game and not directly related to the actual game, which... Thank God, because I don't know what else we could have said. Yeah. But before we get there, it is Friday and there is football the next two days. And it's this point every week that Sean's we... Sean's flexing back there. Yeah. That yeah. we come up with our Draft Kings pick of the week. And because Sean is way more into betting, we're going to have Sean once again give his pick for the Draft Kings pick of the week. So, Sean. All right. Um... As you know, as I've, <laughs> as I've been pretty vocal about before on this show, I, I am an avid supporter of the Buffalo Bills, especially no. now that the, <laughs> especially now that the Cardinals are out. I, I have no one else to root for. Um, so the Bills are plus two at the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. Um, so that that could be a lock of the week, but I'm not a coward, so I'm taking Bills money line straight up. The Bills are going to win straight wow. up. That's my lock of the week. Aggressive. Josh Allen's going to go crazy like he did last week, and um, we're gonna our secondary is going to give Pat Mahomes fits, and Jackson Mahomes is going to cry on his TikTok. <laughs> That's my lock of the wow. week. Wow. Petey, have you heard of Jackson Mahomes on TikTok? I know you're not a TikTok guy. I have. No. Go ahead. You can. You can. You want to spend time on this? The DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> Act pick of the week is Bills money line. Money line, baby. Money line. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if the Bills were minus Jonas two, I would take. Oh no, Jackson. Is that his, his kid? 
No, it's his brother, it's and he is so annoying on TikTok. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even get into it. I he's can't. Not just annoying. He's like a bad person. He, <laughs> he danced on the memorial of a of a now dead Washington football team player. He is not a uh, good dude. Sorry, I missed that on my last browse through my TikTok. So even more reason to <laughs> your to, child's TikTok. to yeah. choose the bills. <laughs> That's how I know about TikTok. Money line. So if you want to follow Sean and his bold pick, yeah. um, you can do so over bold at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And this week with the divisional round, um, counting down to Super Bowl 56, you can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. So new customers who sign up using the promo code PHNX bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if the team you bet on wins. So be sure to take advantage of that this weekend at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, tomorrow and Sunday are the days to do that. So $5 to win 280 in free bets if the team you bet on wins. That's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Let's start with Wedgwood because... You don't want to stay on the Bills? I think the Bills win that game. They're going to the Super Bowl, by the way, Sean. If they win or you think they do win. If they win win that game. I'm not so confident that they're going to win that game. But if they get past... Can Kansas I, City. I can I just shout out Karen real quick? Because she gave me some love for my glasses. What's up, Karen? And I appreciate it, Karen. Uh, yes. But yeah, no, I, you should be confident in the Bills. Uh, they're an absolute wagon, just like the Coyotes. <laughs> just like the Coyotes. Uh, okay. Wide right. Oh, my God. All right, go ahead. Back to Wedgie. You, okay. you didn't talk Wedgie yet. You didn't talk the new gear? No, I was waiting for you. Oh, look at that. So a few topics we wanted to get to unrelated to the game, but somehow also still related. So this was Wedgwood's first game since December 28th, and he um, has – he had his New Jersey Devils gear for most of the beginning of the season with the Coyotes. Yeah. Slowly got his new Coyotes gear. So was this the first game he played in? His, with the helmet. With the helmet and the pads yeah, all well, together. The mask as people will get oh, angry sorry. about it if we don't call it a mask or a whatever. So, so first, before we see him in the full gear, let's look at... What do you want to look at first, the helmets or the pads? Surprise. Well, the pads came first. Okay, so, so the, I don't the know if you gloves. can tell which ones. Which, there, yeah. So there's the pads. You guys are the goalies. Thoughts? I never had anything this nice. You? When this nice is a for what? Forever and well, anytime no, I play. No, I have my pads had deer hair in them and they weighed twenty pounds. <laughs> That's exactly no, right. My pads were brown leather. Yes, exactly. I was the last guy at my college to not have colored pads. Every goalie after me had nice fancy color pads. I was the last guy. I didn't went to my equipment manager. No, no, those are good for you. Well, so you're clearly new. Were I still in black and white when you were in college? Sorry. Add I will that say to the this, PD though. Count. I will what say is this. the PD side count? Oh, it was 13. Oh, it's high. Oh, it's high. Okay. But let's talk so about goalie two pads. at least. Great. Match. Really cool college. I'm a big believer, and I might be in the minority, and let's get all, get all the goalie people. Cat will probably be all over me as a goalie person. I don't like black goalie pads. I don't like the really dark black ones. Because you got to find white. the puck? What's that? No, black. it makes you look small. It's an optical illusion that you look smaller. The big white, big, big white pads make you look bigger. Okay. And Mike Smith liked them dark. Briz had the black and we ones. We know that coaches like their goalies to look big in that. They do. <laughs> it's, hey, if you don't think that's a discussion inside a room, you're wrong. Coaches sit there and talk about the color of a goalie's pads. I swear to God it happens. And they have discussions with the goalie coach. Are you sure that's the color his pad should be? And then they get the equipment guy in there and they get the goalie in there and they talk about the color of the pads. It's a thing. Yeah. I don't like the black pads. I, I think they look skinny. I don't have that level of like 
meaning to that discussion aesthetically i think they're really cool yeah they're yeah. cool too they're, they're, they're great they look great with the uniforms they're right. great with the kachinas and, and let's pull up the helmet or the mask sorry mask look at awesome. that it's awesome. there's a lot going on in that mask and i wrote about it's got this that recently. matte finish he, to it too, so that's pretty sick he uh pulled it out so i could uh, take photos of it from all angles it's got like shout outs to his family members there's a kachina on there uh, i'm Is trying to remember all the cards? things he wanted he told me he wanted to get uh was it fluorescent purple? I think he wanted. Oh, really? No, fluorescent. Um, he wanted a fluorescent paint, and they didn't have it because oh. he thought it would look cool, like in the dark when they were doing oh, introductions, and everything. But they didn't make the paint, so oh, he had to we glow in the dark paint. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's a really cool mask. It's really and I, cool. I like people and the masks that either tribute masks to either the organization, family, a person. I think that's really cool. I think that looks really nice. Me too. And it's finally, he looks and let's like see a him goalie. from tonight in full gear. Let's see. Oh, there he is. Oh, there it is. It There's Wedgie. With that with the white kachina looks so It's not how you feel. It's how you look. <laughs> do you know what that means? You have no idea what that reference is, do you? No? <laughs> Billy Crystal, so I didn't lie. You, you look She's like marvelous. Billy Crystal. No? Who's that? I know who Billy Crystal is, okay, but good. I don't know the reference. It's not how you feel. So it's how you thing, look. Guys. And you look marvelous. Carter Hutton's practicing on this trip. Interesting. What do we think? I, I don't know. I've said this before. I don't know if Carter Hutton's going to play again. But if he comes back, then what? You got to wave Scott Wedgwood, don't you? I mean, you can't have three guys here for the rest of the year. And yeah. they're not going to get rid fiscally, of Fiscally, that's, that's not a fiscally responsible but, move. Tough, tough situation for Wedgie. But he just got his gear. Just, I know, right? So exactly. Good. Exactly. It's so yeah, it, it, it is hard because it, you've got to look at it from a business standpoint. You can't carry three goalies that are healthy and able to play on a team in the situation that this team is in. You can't send them down to Tucson because you've got two goalies in Tucson. Yeah. You're going to have to wave somebody. Somebody's going to have to go away. Yeah. Um, and right now, the logical guy, unfortunately, would be Wedgie. So having said that, I don't see Carter Hutton coming back in the next short while. Yeah. I don't think his return is imminent. Let's put it that way. I don't think it is either, and I'm not sure if he's going to play again this season. So maybe Wedgie will get to play out the year with the Coyotes. Yeah, and, and you know what? And I think that when, when Wedgie came in, he had hoped to play well enough and play enough games so that next season someone sees him as an NHL goalie. Yeah. Not not, not as their starter, but they see him as an NHL backup that can go in. That's really play what he 20 wants. Games. Number two guy instead yeah. of being used as, as a number three guy. As a number three. Yeah. Be a number two. Yeah. Play your 20 to 25 games. You got to get your 10 wins. And Wedgie's got wins here. He's put up numbers here. So hopefully, hopefully his career next year takes a different trajectory. I don't think it will be here, but it may be. And honestly, maybe. If if Hutton is done after this year, maybe it is. Maybe it's Vimelka and Wedgie next year, Veggie Wedgie Show. I don't know. Way too early to tell. Just the just the tandem nickname alone is worth it. It is worth it really signing is. just for that. Yes. <laughs> Literally just for that. Good marketing. And and maybe Hutton will retire and he will work at his winery and love an exile and send us free samples all the time. Yeah. So he can he can be a sponsor of the show. His partner's coming out here. I can't remember the date. He's Did coming he out anything? here. Well, he said he's going to load me up. So we're, we're going to have to have... I think we should have him on the show. <laughs> what a me. Uh, there's no us there. Take care of the show. No, me. I'm getting uh, plenty. Never said anything about you guys. I don't know why. By the way, you Might guys... Might have been the three hours Craig, I spent with him at Love and Exile. Craig is drinking a beer. I know it's... I drank a beer. It's gone. Craig drank a beer. Drinking water now because I found a water stashed. You said there was no water. Yeah, there was no water one. in the... It I also saw... You know what else Craig? I saw? In the refrigerator, I saw Pellegrino. Did you buy that? 
<laughs> no. Yeah. Who bought Leah, it then? Who would have bought it? And if it Leah's wasn't swinging by to get you some Pellegrino on our way to the show. <laughs> I just have to make sure mm, my easy co-hosts turbo. are taken care of. So Ottawa and Pellegrino. Arizona still tied. Seattle's losing. Wait, Ottawa and who? Ottawa and Arizona says 24 points apiece. I don't know. That's what I'm oh, yeah, reading okay. here. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Montreal's only two I don't back. Do the stats. Montreal's only two back. Two back at 22, and Seattle is at 28 and losing. Those other teams are gone, aren't they? Like Buffalo and the Islanders are pretty much gone, aren't they? I mean, they're 31. That's seven points. I, don't I mean, think for the Kyrie's get seven threat. points, that's a lot. I think I think Buffalo Big is still going to continue to fall. I still think I still think Buffalo is going to be considered in that pack, but then I think that's it. Yeah. Because New Jersey's next in Philly, and I don't think they're in that pack. Yeah, sorry, Sean. So I think it's a five-team pack, and <laughs> Buffalo is just on the outside of that pack right now. Um, so Seattle, Ottawa, Arizona, Montreal, and I tell you what, there Montreal, man. They're working for it. I mean, they got it. a point last night in, in in Vegas. They did, and they got a win the other night, too, so they're they're, they're okay Yeah, and right if they now. start feeling good hey, about if themselves. if Price comes back, just say All bets are off. Yeah. And that's what we've said in the show before, too. Once you start winning, it's easier to win, and you feel good about yourselves, and things go well. When you lose, it's easier to lose. Just look at Edmonton. They, there's, they're, they've got such a big hole. I don't know how they get out of it, because once you lose, you keep losing. Whew, I don't think they're going to fall to the... to the. Imagine if they get the lottery again. Edmonton? Could you imagine? Oh, they need to disband be the league. mutiny. There really will be an angry panda moment for like multiple GMs I mean, if they win the lottery. Edmonton lottery. is 22nd in the whole league it'd right be, now, 38 it'd points. Be unbelievable if they won it again. It I would mean, be shocking. It would be wrong. So, okay, so, so just briefly, we'll get into this discussion briefly because okay. we will talk about Edmonton, a team who has had the number one tick, t- the number <laughs> one pick in the draft more than any other team in the last 20 years. Fair. Yep. And yet to see the success of those draft picks. So, Having said that, we're all sitting here talking about the rebuild reminder, getting all excited about these high draft picks. We'll look at the model of a team that's had it. Okay, so then what? Buffalo gets Eichel. Oh, they've had good draft picks. Yeah. Where are they? They're still down here. Ottawa's had I good would, draft picks. They're still down here. I would argue that a team like Pittsburgh did it successfully. They did it probably as quickly as anybody. Pittsburgh. When when Pittsburgh got Sidney Crosby, you know who was battling out for last with them? Arizona Coyotes. Yep, yep. And that was the year of the lockout, so they threw all the names back in a hat and pulled them out again. So instead of getting the second pick that year, the Coyotes got... I, I Somebody will have to look it up. It's 15th or 16th. Um, but they were at the same level as the Pittsburgh Penguins at that time. But then you go ahead and you draft Crosby, Melkin, and Flurry. Flurry. Well, your team gets better. Yeah. But, and you still have... Mario there to you pull other people around to surround that cast and that's how you win and it's every, the teams that are winning the cup drafted well you it's Boston is Bergeron Marchand but you surround Blackhawks, them with Kane, other Taves, people Keith. Kane and Taves you surround them with with those pieces the key is the surrounding you got Drysaddle and McDavid then what then look at their roster and tell yeah. me then what that's the yeah. problem is the rest of the construction of the roster. And, and they've handcuffed themselves. And the goaltending the, you knew was I mean, an issue. Look what they paid Miko. Well, it wasn't Kenny Holland that paid Miko Koskin. That was Peter Shirley's parting gift. Just brutal, brutal contract for a goalie who's just not very good. And listen, I know Dave Tippett threw him under the bus in that one news conference, and a lot of people got upset about it. But isn't he right though? Let's be blunt. Miko Koskinen so is a major part of the problem. He's been an awful goal. We're mad at people in the interviews that don't give good answers. We're right. mad at people that tell the truth. Like we can't have it every way. Right. Right. Like, Tip it, he was, was he lying? Nope. No. 
Anyway, the point of all that about Edmonton was be careful what you wish for here in Arizona. That was the point of the story is just because you have a lot of draft picks, even if they are the number one draft pick, you still have to do a lot of things right. You still need to surround them with good players. You need to have great goaltending, good coaching. And on top of all of that, you still need a little bit of luck. No question. So we can all love the rebuild and we can all jump on the bandwagon and hope this all plays out well. But we've seen it through history that this doesn't always work. So no, there's it's not a guarantee exactly by any chance. And and on the flip side of that, the Cadets are going to play a team tomorrow, and I'm going to re- be writing about this tomorrow, that sent a letter out to their season ticket yes. holders four years ago, almost to the date that they were going into rebuild mode. And yet here they are, four years later, the New York Rangers, they're on top of their first, division. Yeah. The and now they didn't do it the tra- traditional way. They obviously had some draft picks, but they did it some other ways. They got Artemi Panarin, for yep. instance. They brought some people in, but that's an interesting model. And, you know, when I was looking at it first, I was like, well, New York's a huge market. They, they can do things that the Coyotes can't do. But when you start diving into the details, it's not all that crazy to think, could they speed up the rebuild? You got to get lucky in the draft, obviously. You got to get those key players in the draft. But then maybe, you know, we're talking about a few years down the road, maybe a certain player comes home from Toronto and speeds up the rebuild <laughs> yeah. as well. Don't so. start that again. We'll get trolled on... What's up, Toronto? Yeah. No, but you're right. And if you do have success in those drafts coming up, then, yeah, then you put your foot on the gas. Let's go. Let's get a goaltender. Maybe it's Prosvitov at that time. Better have a goaltender. Maybe it's Prosvitov three years from now. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's Corelva Melka. I don't know. But whatever it is, if if you draft that high two years in a row, it's go time. Like, let's go. And and I think, you know, well, let's not wait another two years for those guys to develop in the minors. And let's, no, if you get those high picks these next two seasons, let's start building around them and let's teach this team how to win. Right. And you won't win the cup in year one, probably not year two, but let's make the playoffs by year two after those drafts. So two years of drafts and let's, so that's in four year years. Three, in year three or year four, you're talking about playoffs. Make, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's to me. And I'm not talking about being, I mean, the Rangers are yeah maybe a cup contender. I still think they have some holes in the lineup that may sure. be exposed in and the especially playoffs. But, in the East. Yeah. But they're, they're a strong playoff team at this point. This is a team that can win a playoff round. Certainly maybe two. So if you can get there in four years. Yes. Yeah, good okay. on them. Yeah, so so let's let's make note of that tomorrow as we're doing our game watch, because that's what we do. And just see what are the comparisons to the team that the Coyotes are putting ice to this team and can this team, the Coyotes, be there in four years. Right. And I and then we'll see. Um Christian says, Do you think Gunther makes the team next year? If I'm a betting man, I say no. I don't think they want to put him in that situation. I say no too. Bill's, yeah, Bill's quote to me when I asked him that very question recently was really telling. It was just like, we don't want to put our players in bad situations. Yeah. Is next season going to be a good situation? Next season's going to look like this season, a lot like this season. So to me, I think you let Dylan Gunther just go back, develop more confidence, really tear it up in the WHL, and then yeah, and maybe it, even spend a year in the AHL when I he comes agree. I, and I think let him go lead the league in scoring. Let him be lights out. Let him play a World Junior tournament again. I, because the fear is with this team this year, and you talk about what's this team going to look like next year, well, we're going to find out at the trade deadline what this team could look <laughs> like next year. Because once they unload some pieces, hey, they have a lot of bad contracts on this team that were one-year deals that they probably won't re-up. So now we're going to see what kind of a team Bill Armstrong wants to design. Uh, they want Connor Bedard more than they want to build a winner for next year w- without question yep that's the goal yep. so 
Uh, I don't know if it doesn't look a lot like this year or maybe even a little bit worse on paper. I don't have a lot of contracts going into next season. I think it's like 20 guys under contract. Yeah, so I don't think Dylan got their place. And I don't know that they'll be able to do all the things that they did this offseason with, you know, acquiring the bad contracts. Um, But... On the on the flip side, when you look at all the postponed games, I I don't know what it's going to look like at the end of the season. But is the projected revenue going to be what the league thinks it's going to be? So is the cap, the cap going to go up, or yeah. is it going to stay stagnant, which will benefit the Coyotes once again because teams will have to shed some of those yes. deals to do what they want to do. Yeah. Mm. All stuff to pay attention to, and also as we talk about the future of the team, you can't talk about it without. We don't need to get deep into it, but it's again the tie into the Islanders is the future of the arena. Mm-hmm. And Craig had sent over, and I don't know if you got the chance to watch it, PD, but basically the video, like it was like a like a hype video, if you will, or just kind of a. I'm recap. not an Islander fan. I watched it. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like jacked. a recap <laughs> of opening weekend at not USB, <laughs> UBS. Yeah, the USB is so. a port. Plug <laughs> in but, arena. Okay, I, you sent me two things. Wait. It was three friggin' okay, pictures. No, I couldn't, I didn't see a video. It's okay, anyway, there was a video and you could have literally taken the script and just where they said New York Islanders put in Arizona Coyotes and it would have fit because just the instability of not having an arena, having a fan base, not have that security, and and now it's here. And literally, the video was saying like we don't have to worry anymore. Like that, it's over. It's we're, like we're home. Mm-hmm. That was the message. And like I almost had chills because I yeah. said like I just want to feel that as someone who's been following the Coyotes for so long. Could you imagine what that feels like? I was thrilled. I'm thrilled for the Islanders fan base. And oh. and look at this like look at this building. We have pictures. Um, it's absolutely, I think, I mean, I, I've never been, but I was it. supposed to be there this weekend, yeah, but like, you know, incredible COVID travel. Yeah. And then the inside too. It's like, it's a really nice building. Did we include any of their suites? Those no, I didn't where, put where them. Where but most the, people don't get to go. But the suites <laughs> pictures <laughs> look ridiculous. like you were inside a boutique hotel, like Seriously, in Manhattan. They're unbelievable. Yeah. It's um, crazy. You know, what's funny is like. Tomorrow they play at MSG, and I know a lot of people love MSG. The history of MSG is unbelievable, right? As an arena, eh? Mm. MSG is one of the most overrated arenas. But in isn't the it one that players all the time say it's one of their favorite? It's because of the history. It's because of the history and the aura in, of yeah. being in the building, and you see that historic, ceiling, iconic yeah. roof, and you, yeah, you know the, the Billy Joel banner, and it's yeah, right. It's a, it's you get in the guts of that there. building. You get in the guts yeah. of that building. You're like, wow, <laughs> it's. Well, they yeah. put a lot of money into it. They did yeah. not put it into the visitor locker room, I'll tell no, you that. No, they didn't, or the uh, media areas, or <laughs> really any of the guts of the building. No, be, but it's more honest. about the history and what it is. Yeah. The, the new modern buildings are yeah unbelievable. Yeah. And you could go right down the list from Edmonton to Detroit. Those buildings are phenomenal buildings. Oh, like, little seasons. You feel like incredible. you're in a high-end home throughout yeah. those facilities. They're not arenas anymore. Um, so, it, you know, let, let's hope, to Leah's point, let's hope that that's what we're saying four, five years from now? I can't. I, if if I get to cover that, the opening of that arena, it'll be unbelievable. Come out of retirement been, for that? I've been, yeah, seriously. I'm just saying. I've been writing about the arena now for... I know. How many? You should. You Too many years. All your arena years? stories. Too many Yeah, years. let's hope. Let's, let's truly hope that there's yeah. someday when there's a building that looks like that somewhere in the valley. So come on, Tempe. Yep. Get let's, it done. Let's get let's get it moving. Get it done. You're gonna have a bunch of Coyote fans emailing you. Yep. Calling you, showing up at city council meetings. They're mobilized now. Yep, they are the arena. for sure. For sure. All right. 
Anything else from this game or related to the Islanders? Oh, God, no. Let's not talk about this They're going to have to play better. They're going to have to play better tomorrow night. They're going to have to find a way to get offense. They're going to have to find a way to maintain the puck inside the blue line. They're going to have to stop on the forecheck, get some stops so they can get some shots on net and absolutely need to defend better and defend on the rush better or they are going to be in big trouble tomorrow. Who they facing in goal? Who played tonight in Carolina for the Rangers? I honestly didn't I was curious about that. So I don't know. Yeah, but it's, it's a tall order. It's a tall order for them. And then to have to go to Pittsburgh to finish out this road trip. Tough games. Tough games. We'll see. Let's but see. they will hit the midpoint of the season. Georgiev? Georgiev? Georgiev played tonight? Yeah. yeah. So they'll... they'll okay. Shesterkin's playing tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. That's a tough assignment. My, my fantasy hockey That's a hockey tough assignment. <laughs> but uh, like I said, midpoint of the season. So it yeah, seems let, like a let, good time to pull, pull up the punch, the punch card, card, doesn't it? Yay! We're getting close to halfway. <laughs> Number 39. There it is. Look how close we are to halfway. Look at all this size. I think that's just the theme of the night. <sighs> it is. We should put something special on the halfway mark. We should. 41. Isn't that Mike Smith's number? Yes, it is. <laughs> we, we put it, what if we put Mike Smith's face there instead yeah. of uh, the that? usual color? Yep, we, put there. we could. Watch your conference <laughs> finals run. Thanks, Mike. Oh, my God. All right. Well... Certainly not the most thrilling Coyotes yeah. game of all time. and But, you know, we're here every night for you. So we will be back tonight for the post-game show after the Rangers game here on the Page X Sports YouTube channel. If you're not already, please subscribe and hit the notification bell. You can um, The videos are posted in the morning so you can set reminders for the post-game show so you know exactly when we're going live. If you're listening on audio, please be sure to leave us a review. Um, Five stars. Write something nice. Only five stars. Yes, and you can. We don't accept less. Write something nice about I don't know, Craig's hair, <laughs> Petey's attitude. Wow. <laughs> or Leah's giggles. Yeah. yeah whatever, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Whatever tickles your fancy. <laughs> tickles um, your fancy. So. Yeah, it is. Um, it's it. Your it's sport. a wig, by the way. So. Oh, yeah. You, you need to dye it. Right? Your glasses. You dye it for sure. I don't. You don't? Look at the gray in my sides, man. Two minutes for looking so good. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's, it's a mess, man. It's a mop up here. Oh but. my God! Charles said, "Pack therapy makes it worth it." Appreciate y'all. Thank you. We appreciate you all. We're getting through it together, and we will be back um, tomorrow night. So we'll see everyone then. And until then, enjoy a day of football tomorrow, everyone, mm -hmm. and happy betting as well. And uh, we'll see everyone tomorrow. Good night.